This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday we bring you a bonus episode of our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing or search your podcast provider for How to Be a CEO. There are new episodes every Monday morning. When Raphael Sofalu came up with the idea of the Black Business Show, an opportunity for black entrepreneurs to meet, network and show off their companies, there was, in some quarters, scepticism. Now it sounds um, it sounds kind of ludicrous and crazy. Someone said, is there even enough black businesses for you to do this show year on year? Do you know, literally there's, you know, we, we have hundreds of black owned businesses. We can't actually fit all of our black owned businesses into our show. Now that one show is part of Black Business Week. Around 15,000 attendees are expected this year to see speakers including Stephen Bartlett, Dr. Anne-Maria Maffedon and Frank Bruno at venues across London in October. It's one of the biggest events of the year and get this, it started as a side hustle. So I would go to work, get up at six, be at work for, for nine, do a full working day and then start and work, working on my business from like 7pm, probably finish that around... 1am, get back up again. So it was a huge, you know, like the hours I put in was crazy. I'm David Marsden from the Evening Standard. The Black Business Show started in 2017. It's now the biggest event of its kind in the UK and Europe. How did that happen? Yeah, it's so crazy because a lot of people say that they're like, oh, it wasn't, it hasn't been that long since you started, but it really feels so long for me. <laughs> I bet it does. The amount of changes that have taken place, the growth, the development 
of our conference. But yeah, set up in 2017, we had for our first one around 25 stands and 500 attendees, small for our first one. Now the UK Black Business Show is a part of also a whole week of events, so UK Black Business Week. I mean, you talked about it being small, but 500 people isn't that small. There was clearly a demand for something like this. Why hadn't it been done before, Raphael? Oh, 100%. Um, there, there, there definitely was a demand, I think. I mean, for myself, I was I was surprised it hadn't been done as well, actually, when I thought of it. Not only was I the target audience, because I was creating it for myself, really. But, you know, in business, if there's something that's a problem sometimes for you, then the likelihood is that there's other people like you out there as well. So when we launched, we pretty much, I booked the space for 25 stands, but in that first year, we actually got inquiries for from 300 Black-owned businesses wow. to exhibit. Um, but we couldn't increase because I had already paid it and also I didn't have the money to, to pay for a bigger space. So very kind of early on, I kind of knew that there was a big demand. People were really excited about it. Just about the opportunity to be in the environment with like-minded Black entrepreneurs and professionals. I mentioned it before when I was kind of working for a company or I was going to different events, there would be so many times I would be like the only black person in the room. And I talk about role models a lot as well and how, you know, it's good to a lot of my business role models growing up were the people like Richard Branson, Alan Sugar, all the, the kind of business people that you would see on TV when actually it's also important to have business role models that also look like you, who've come from the same background whether you're, you know, um, a black business owner looking at, you know, black role models, whether you're a woman looking at, you know, women role models, it's really important. So, you know, I hope this is a show that actually is, you know, showcasing role models now um, and, and giving that younger generation a bit of, you know, inspiration. Is that the importance of having a space like this exclusively for black businesses? Because as you've said, you've gone to lots of conferences and there have been black faces there, but not predominantly. Is it important to have that thing that people can walk in and go, yeah, I can do this? Oh, 100%. Uh, so our slogan for the UK Black Business um, Show was to inspire and connect. So to, to create connections, um, but also that inspiration to be inspired when you go there, whether you're a black entrepreneur, whether you're a black professional, to come out of there feeling, you know, actually I can do this as well. I can be become a multi-million pound business as well. You know, I can get to a senior position in my company. And the connections is also so important. You know, we've got some great stories of people um, attending our show last year and then getting a job at JP Morgan. Or we've had some great stories of people finding their business partners at our 2018 show. And now they've got really successful businesses together. So essentially, somebody, you know, our, our shows are really, really changing people's lives by, you know, those networking opportunities, those connections, but also just feeling inspired as well. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I feel like there's a good scaling up story in here because you talked about having those 25 stands and then 300 people are trying to get get a space in there. So very, very quickly, you must have had to scale things up. How did you do that? How did you go, right, okay, so here's what we had. It's bigger than what I thought it was going to be and next year is going to be even bigger. What do we, Did you have a moment going, like, what do I do now? <laughs> or did you just go, right, we're going to do this? For us, there's that pressure every year. Not only is it kind of people come away, they love the show and they're like, how are you going to talk it next year? And then, then you're like, oh, my gosh, um, like you've had this person this year. How are you going to top it? You've got Stephen Bartlett this year. Who are you going to get next? It's loads of kind of different pressures. But some of the things that I focus on is, you know, execution, excellence and longevity. Those are like my free kind of mantras. So, you know, we get the feedback as well from attendees, from exhibitors, from sponsors on how we can improve the show. And literally, I was just kind of reinvesting my money year on year. Um, So using the money from the ticket sales, the sponsorship, the exhibitors as well to to continue to grow and to to continue to market it. I, I think 2020 to 2021 was my full kind of like, it was when I created the UK Black Business Week. And I had the opportunity also to kind of properly go full time. Because for a long time, I was doing it part time as well. So I was juggling work um, as well, which is a lot of people didn't know that because it, it was so big. People didn't understand that I was doing it part time, but I was literally going to work. And at, at that time, people were still traveling to work every day. So I would get up at six, be at work for nine, do a full working day. And maybe at lunch, I'm sneaking out to speak to a sponsor in the hotel nearby. <laughs> getting back home, um, having my dinner um, and then starting work, working on my business from like 7 p.m., probably finish that around 1 a.m., get back up again. The hours I put in was crazy while I was doing it part time. Yeah. Um, but I got into a really kind of good position by 2020 to 2021 to be able to hire a full time team. And now I've got a team kind of doing a number of different things. We've got a COO. Um, underneath me, marketing manager, operations, sales, um, and loads of people that help out on the day. So it's been a real journey to kind of get to that actually that that full time kind of business owner, entrepreneur, and CEO. You know, I feel like now, like the last few years, I can now fully call myself a CEO um, because I felt like I was calling myself founder and CEO, but I didn't have anyone that worked for me. <laughs> I'm the CEO of um, me. So, <laughs> yeah, then CEO of like myself and um, but yeah, now I've got kind of a, a a big team and it's yeah, it's it's a different it's a different dynamic having a team coming into the office every day with your team, you know, managing performance and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a great journey. I love what I do as well, so it's definitely rewarding. I think it's wild that the Black Business Show basically started as a side hustle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that seems to be yeah. completely bonkers to me because you've got all these people coming in here. And this was, <laughs> this was just like a thing you were doing on the side. Yeah, exactly. It's really so interesting <laughs> you use that term because I'm actually working on something with that like that whole idea premise about kind of side hustling, etc. And, you know, it coming into like a full time business, etc. Like a little kind of blog. But yeah, again, you know, I always knew the potential. I think it's really interesting when we think of like business ideas, some of the best businesses have been created out of that, you know, either frustration or inspiration. Yeah. So even things like, I think um, a guy called Zhang Kum, I think he was the creator of WhatsApp. Um, and I think he was like frustrated about not being able to um, update people about where he, where he was um, when he was at the gym. I think, yeah, if you research into it, it's really interesting. So there's so many ideas that have create, been created out of that, you know, frustration um, or, you know, inspiration. And literally that was it. I wanted to create that space for myself, but also by creating that space for myself, I was also helping so many other people like me who also yeah. needed it as well. That was Raphael Sofaluk, founder and CEO of The Black Business Show. For more news, interviews and analysis, check out the Evening Standard newspaper or go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. Thank you.